big idea. Jesus' life, death, and resurrection were acts of doing justice, loving mercy, and walking humbly with God. Our weekly identity statement, I am never more like Christ as when I do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with God. Our memory verse, No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of, Luke six forty three through 45 And Micah 6, 8, He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justice, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. We have talked at length about the fact that Jesus didn't use his divinity to benefit his humanity. He was humble and obeyed God no matter how much it cost him personally. We see Jesus acting in confidence as a son, but never in arrogance. We may perceive it as arrogance from our flawed way of thinking, but Jesus wasn't being arrogant. He was on mission and living out his mission with the confidence of being the Son of God. Aside from his death on the cross, perhaps the greatest moment of humility in Jesus' life is seen when he washed the disciples' feet. With the full power and authority of the Father at his disposal, Jesus got up to display the proper way to use the power of the kingdom, serving. He got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. What a picture of what he was about to do. He was about to go serve them all by going to the cross. Jesus washed their feet and then dries them off with his towel, perhaps even signifying how after he washes us clean, he would wrap his righteousness around us. How every time we sin, even after we come to him and have been fully washed by him, he still washes our feet and wraps us in himself. This act would have been unheard of at this time. A rabbi would never wash the feet of his disciples. That was a job reserved for the servant of the house, not the job for the master. But with the full power and authority of the Father, Jesus humbled himself and served his followers. This is crazy. Why would Jesus do this? He's already on his way to the cross. Why does he need to do this? Well, in large part, he's establishing the terms of the new covenant. The way of the kingdom is service and love. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Humility and its counterpart service are the way things are done in the kingdom. So much so that entrance into the kingdom is reserved for those who are humble. Twice in the New Testament, this verse is quoted, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble, James 4.6 and 1 Peter 5.5. Why? Because of what we've already talked about this week, we enter the kingdom through Jesus' body on the cross. We don't enter by our own merit or works, but by the work of Christ on the cross. And God has been ridiculously patient with us in our rebellion of him. But he kept on loving kept on reaching, kept on seeking. The entire work of the kingdom of God is a gift that is given to those who believe. So, to believe in Jesus is to reorder my entire life around him. That means, just like Jesus died on the cross, 
I die to my own beliefs and rights on that same cross. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. I'm no longer the most important person in my universe. Jesus is. And to Jesus, others were the most important. That means I have to make loving others the most important pursuit of my life. For that to happen, I have to stop making everything about me. I have to stop getting offended when others hurt me. Hurt people hurt people. Of course, they hurt me. How could I expect anything different? It's not about what the people do to me on the journey. They've already done way worse to God. This is why humility is so huge. We are walking humbly with God. We are not walking with those around us who don't believe. They aren't our companions on this journey. Jesus is. We're with him. So no matter what they hurl my way, no matter how they treat me, I'm in a permanently settled state because I'm with him. I'm with him. I'm not with them. I'm with him. And just like Christ on that night, I humble myself. That is, I make myself low. Jesus got down and washed the feet of his followers. Here he was, the very one who had created these men, and he was on his knees washing their feet. That's humility. That's the example of Christ. The only way to Christ is through the door of humility. That's the only path to God's gift of grace. The only way it's possible to walk with God is to do so humbly. And if we do, those around us will always know who is responsible for what we do, and he'll always get the credit. Our daily scripture focus is John 13, verse 34 and 35. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. As we wrap up, I encourage you to take a few minutes to think and pray through a few things. First, conceptualize. Imagine yourself in the room with Jesus the night before his crucifixion. Imagine being at the table with him. Now, imagine seeing him get up from the table and go over to get the basin. And now, he starts washing your feet. Second, reflect. Jesus was not too good to serve the people around him. How are you doing at serving the people around you? Third, repent. Spend some time praying and ask God to change your mind and heart about each of these areas. If pride has kept you from loving others the same way Christ has loved you, repent and ask God to give you his heart for the people in your life. And finally, thank God. Thank God that Christ served us with such humility. Thank God that we get to let him work through us. And thank God that he loved you so much that he sent his own son to be humiliated for your benefit.